ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Yeah. I, I fixed the thing, Dave. I figured it out. The reason why it wasn't working there for a few weeks was because we couldn't hear you over the gales of laughter and applause. That's a, yeah. So, that makes sense. so over the over the intro, yes. Over the audience, no. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But it's rude to talk over people anyway. So no, yeah. We don't do that. Uh guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley. Joined as always by the number one producer in late night. It's Dave Willemowski. Dave! How are you doing? I am so excited to be here. This is this is gonna be amazing. We're gonna have a great show. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> this made me feel a little uncomfortable, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm doing really good. I actually just did like an hour on the rowing machine right before getting ready to do the show. Oh yeah. And so I need I need it I need a moment, if you don't mind. Yeah. Just, just a little quiet time. Do we have any music or anything for quiet time? Or is it oh, I probably should have discussed this before we started the show. Yeah, I don't I have the slow jazz, I can always do that. Okay, I think I'm good. Yeah, I did. Right. Yeah, all right. We're back at it. Well, I mean, I said I'm good. I don't think we're back at it. Uh guys, <laughs> we can't do the show without your help. So you guys are gonna have to support us on Patreon, PayPal, whatever your Whatever your uh, donation platform of choice is. I think the leaks are in the show notes. I mean, normally they're in the chat because of our Twitch mod, Aaron, but he's he quit. I think I think Aaron gave up. Bailed so, on us. Yeah, he didn't he didn't like his contract that he signed with uh, Alan Mosley TV. <laughs> um, boy, Vice President Kamala Harris is back in the news. Uh, back in Washington, D.C. Do we have a picture of Kamala Harris? Oh, yeah, we always got that. <laughs> That's a classic. There she is. <laughs> She's back in D.C. after a week-long trip to Florida to see the Artemis rocket launch, which ultimately failed, like, multiple times after fuel oh. leaks were discovered. Uh, but don't you worry, Officer Harris uh, was disappointed by the canceled launches, but she's already back to getting rockets off the only way she knows how. <laughs> You know that guy's happy. <laughs> wow. Not photoshopped, by the way. No. That, yeah, that really happened. Uh, in an update from the recent Mar-a-Lago raid, a federal judge has granted President Donald Trump's request for a special master to review the documents that were seen oh. from his resort. Democrats were outraged by this news, pointing out that the judge was a Trump appointee and accusing her of favoritism. Democrats also said that besides that, being a master isn't all that special. Back in their day, it was just a title that you had to pay for. Uh, in celebrity news, uh, Jennifer Lawrence is making waves tonight. Do we have a, do we have a picture of Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, hold on, let me get that. Oh, yeah, oh. the Hunger Rings. I remember that. Sporty. That's a good one. You know, I like a woman with a strong jawline. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Jay Law said in her recent interview with Vogue magazine, quote, I can't fuck with people who aren't political. We're trying to clean things up here. Yeah. If, if the first segment didn't prove that. 
It's a Can't f with people who aren't political anymore. You live in the United States. You have to be political. It's too dire. Politics are killing people. She also admitted that she still mourns Hillary Clinton's presidential loss in 2016 to Donald Trump and that she has recurring nightmares about Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Do we have a picture of Tucker Carlson? Yeah, let me get those. Yeah, having a nightmare of Tucker Carlson. Uh, mm. Is is that Tucker Carlson right there? Maybe, maybe that. Is that Tucker Carlson? Hmm. I don't know. It's certainly our chummy. Yeah, maybe instead of worrying about politics, Lawrence can focus on not getting her oil checked by Harvey Weinstein and perpetuating an industry full of child predators. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, I'm... <laughs> Just a little. And uh, finally this evening, hip-hop artist Lizzo is in the news. Do we have a picture of Lizzo? Oh, uh, yeah. Is that it? Wait. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's <laughs> okay. oh, I see. surprisingly accurate, I must say. Uh, critics bashed the brown mound of sound for her speech at the <laughs> VMA Awards last week when she spoke about being oppressed. Uh, take a look right here. Your vote means everything to me. It means everything to making a change in this country. She's winded. Yeah. <laughs> so remember when you're voting for your favorite artist, vote to change some of these laws that are oppressing us. Conspicuously absent from Lizzo's comments was a list of any specific laws that were oppressing her in that particular moment. Shut up, silly woman. <laughs> you know something else you'll never hear Lizzo say? What's no that? thanks, I'm full. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If Lizzo ever asks you if this dress makes her look fat, you can confidently say, no, it's not the dress's fault. <laughs> All right. She was left breathless by the response from the crowd after her win at the VMAs, okay. or perhaps just the walk to the podium. Oh, man. <laughs> is that is that good, or should we? No, I think, yeah. I All think right. You Guys, across. we're going to be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. back to the show everybody uh let me tell you about tonight's sponsor as pat crest botanicals which you can find at patcrestbotanicals.com if you use promo code it's too late you get 30 percent off your 30. order 30 percent off i've actually got one of the products right here this is the uh, delta eight gummies the nighttime gummies to help you sleep can we get a can we get a closer up of that oh, yeah. oh. 
Did you see the new? I got. We have a new emote that's actually eerily similar to that. But but anyway, it's the nighttime. I'm actually out. That's that's just a little bit of that's just a bump just to get you through the (laughs) get you through the show. But anyway, that's Pat Crest Botanicals promo code. It's too late. Uh, Hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? It's time for meme of the week. When she comes home and you've already run warm water for her. Oh. Candles well, that, and everything. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Mary. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Oh. Me trying to figure out why Pornhub doesn't have any sound. My wife backing out of the driveway. <laughs> yeah. I don't, like I don't have one of those things, you know, where the the, yeah. the Bluetooth thing with the car and the phone. I, I do, don't. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you do. So that gets close yeah. to home then. Oh, you just just don't watch porn. Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's go ahead and answer some viewer mail. <laughs> Pop tart ravioli. Lasagna section. All things that Lizzo has never turned down. (laughs) Um, Rachel Watson Kennerly writes, Dear Alan and Dave, If you could go back in time 10 years, what investment advice would you give to your younger self? Um, I think my younger self would probably just be okay to not spend any money on podcast stuff. What about you? (laughs) Ah. I, I think I'd definitely tell myself to go ahead and figure out what that whole Bitcoin thing is all about. Cause I remember people talking about it. I'm like, that sounds confusing. I'm not going to, not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. bit, didn't Bitcoin just like have a huge fall today or something in and all the way down to like 17 or something like that. Uh, wow. Yeah. It might've, yeah. it's been tanking for a while, but you know yeah. what that means? The fire sale, man, buy it up. <laughs> just don't gamble more than you're willing to lose. You know, I started my Alan Sunken Cost Money Pit article again this week for Sportsball, which is my oh. my picks for for games to bet on. And we actually have a little disclaimer at the top of the article each week that says that these picks are to help you uh, win or lose a shirt, depending on depending yeah. on the results. But you know, you're completely responsible for your own actions. <laughs> all all mm. predictions wrong, or your money back. Um, <laughs> Carl Huber writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Why is consciousness baffling? And is something trying to teach humanity a lesson? Oh, that's heavy. Um, <clears throat> well, um, Dave, is something trying to teach humanity a lesson? I mean, it, it, it seems like the way life works that you have to follow certain rules, otherwise it's not going to work out good for you. So it would seem that it is trying to teach you a lesson, whether that be by design or accident. That's what everybody's fighting about. But I think there's definitely something to learn. Oh, that's what everybody's fighting about. Well, you know, the base Hmm. level, maybe. I think... I think all of this is just the, the random, like, cosmic dust that flew into each other. And none mm. of this matters, and it, mm. no one gets out alive. Yeah, 
So there you go. That's a that's a take too. That's also. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, Aaron's <laughs> here finally. Jesus. Look at that. Yeah. Now some. Now you guys can click on those links and give us all your money that you got from <laughs> going back in time and investing in Bitcoin until it tanked. Um, Jonathan Carranza writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, how do you eat your spaghetti?" Um, I mean, with a fork, I guess. How yeah. Are you one? Of, are you one of these like, one of these okay sticks, the the little things that we like to run across the screen sometimes <laughs> that uses a fork and then like a spoon or another fork and like, you know, like you ever go? You ever go to like a fancy restaurant and order pasta? Pasta and they and they do that. They give you the fork and yeah. the spoon because you're supposed to like scoop it up, twirl and it in the spoon, and yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm a, I'm I, I I do the whole twirl and slurp. You know, just mm-hmm. as much as you can get on there. As much as you can get in your face and yeah. continue to suck in before it falls out, yeah, it's you don't want to watch that, but yeah, that's but. get it just as much as you can fit in there, yeah, and just suck in it all before it face. falls out. <laughs> I, there are some people that do want to watch that, Dave. I'm just just saying. Yeah, that's, that's seems like a start. very monkey poxy question. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Uh, if you're talking about the the, the like the the, perpet, the prep of the spaghetti, uh, I'll I'll answer your question with a question: Do mushrooms go in spaghetti sauce? True or false? Mushrooms go in oh. spaghetti sauce. Uh, I'd be okay with it, but I don't think it's proper. I don't think it should. You don't think it's proper? No. <laughs> proper. Like if, if you went to somebody's house and they were serving spaghetti and they gave you sauce with mushrooms in it, I think that's pretty bold and. It's just not very polite. It's not very polite. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you've got some really like serious opinions about this. I yeah. Not... Okay, Don't so be rude. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> the answer is is yes. Mushrooms do go in spaghetti sauce. And oh. second of all, I dude, what the hell? I didn't... A lot of there's a lot of people that don't like mushrooms. What are they? Uh, do? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Andrew Avery writes, "Dear Alan and Dave." If you engaged in wordplay about angles, would that be a cute pun, too obtuse, or just right? Wow. That was, that was like a threefer. Yeah, it's like getting pummeled just left, right, left. Yeah. There's just so much shoved <laughs> in your face until you can't. Uh, <clears throat> Keith McQuarrie writes, Dear Alan and Dave. If you had to choose between a townhouse in the city or a farmhouse in the country, which would you pick and why? Oh. Farmhouse in the country or townhouse in the city, Dave? Oh, definitely definitely the farmhouse in the country. You, I, I like being away from people, having property, wander around naked, do whatever you want. I'm, I, don't, I don't like city life. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, see, that's the thing is that it's it's always nice to be to to be conveniently located around things, but then when yeah. you're there, you realize I don't want to be here, you know, <laughs> right? Um, so I feel like I feel like the answer is why not both? Like, have a townhouse in a city that you like to vacation in, but you live yeah. in a farmhouse in the country. Yeah, you and Ryan agreed. Yeah. Ryan's moving down here. I I don't know if you knew that. Ryan's coming down to Tennessee. Oh, that's gonna be wild. Yeah, yeah. No, it'll <laughs> it'll it'll be great. Uh, 
Speaking of Ryan, Ryan Seifert writes, Dear Alan and Dave, are you in touch with your feminine side? Well, Dave's getting in touch with his... You hear you know, that? Yeah. <laughs> He's getting in touch with something, your functional alcoholic side. Dave, I'm, I'm... Are, you in, are you in touch with your feminine side? Wait, can I do this over this? Yeah. What, what the heck? No. No, I'm not. No? No. No room for that? No. Only 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 in your only in no. your insinuating comments, not not in real life. Okay. <laughs> um I think my feminine side is trans. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like being more man than man. Yeah. Huh. I like I like a woman with a strong jawline. Uh <laughs> And finally tonight, Mary Lynn Willimowski writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Whoa. who taught you how to tie a tie? Well, she really let you off the hook this week, didn't she? Last yeah. week was hot. That's a softball this week. All right. uh, who taught you how to tie a tie, Dave? I'm going to, you know my memory, but I'm going to assume it was my dad. I, I, I can almost imagine remembering that. But they also have those ties that you buy and they actually have the instructions on them. So it might have been that. But I think it was my dad. You got some kind of pest problem in the yeah gnat flew right in my face. Like now, now people are going to think that we have some kind of rundown studio that's got (laughs) insects. Thanks a lot. Well, I mean, your your part of the studio is really nice, but this back here. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got the the penthouse suite with the window to the city. That that's Columbia. Yeah, this place is almost constantly on fire. This is a safety hazard. That is a safe. This is Columbia, Tennessee. I don't know if you guys knew that. Everyone who came down for the live show in June, you saw, right? That's that's the skyline. Yep. Yep. Um, I actually taught myself how to tie a tie, and it wasn't because my dad didn't attempt to. It just, I just didn't learn from yeah. him. Like he wanted to teach me. <laughs> I just, I just, I just rejected the information until. Summer. Yeah, until some number of years later when I needed it and then realized that I didn't pay any attention when he tried to teach me, and so I had to, like, YouTube it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Boy, this show's just moving right along tonight. Last oh. week's show did, too. Did you see that? No. I, was I there? Last week's show. So it was a reference, Dave, to last week when the show was only like 50 minutes long. Oh, yeah, it did go by. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Okay. Oh, oh, we both hit it. God damn it. Alright, uh, no, 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 no. You, no, you're the producer. You hit it. You hit it. Okay. All right. Guys, we're going to be back <laughs> to talk about some cancer on college campuses. Right after this commercial break. Go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv.
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, like this is like okay. a reenactment scene from a movie where like you're, you're dying and I'm, and I'm holding you for your last moments and you're saying, I, I nailed it. Didn't I, Alan? And I say, yeah, Dave, <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> Everyone else just looks away. Like, oh, yep. <laughs> Uh, we do have another sponsor for tonight's show. Check out oh. Tennessee Hot Sauce, which you can find at tnhotsauceco.com. I've got my favorite flavor right here on the desk. This is the garlic habanero. Can we get a picture of the garlic habanero? Yeah. That's good stuff there. Yeah, that's what I said. Go on yeah, again. Um, yeah, I'm doing my best Kamala Harris. They've actually got... Look at this. They actually have the problematic and personable meter right here on the bottle. So to tell you how much trouble you're going to have consuming it. Um, <laughs> boy, speaking of having trouble consuming things, I, I I went back on the Dachau diet. Remember the diet that I did and lost the weight? Yeah. Yeah. You mean starvation? Well, the, the diet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It counts. I went back on that diet this week and I feel okay, but it occurs to me just in this very moment as I'm speaking to you now that, <laughs> that having not eaten plus hit the rowing machine oh, and oh, then yeah. threw on my suit to do the show i'm mm -hmm. like my organs are shutting down right now <laughs> like this this vest is kind of loose on me cuz i lost weight but all of a sudden everything feels very tight is that a normal feeling or is that just there's, there's going to be some swelling so anyway no. i wanted to guys moving on <clears throat> moving on <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, tonight about a story that you may or may not be familiar with. There's this bakery in uh, Oberlin, Ohio, named Gibson's Bakery, and they ran afoul of some campus crazies at Oberlin College, oh. which is right there in, in their town. And so I'm actually getting this from an article, will I ever see the $36 million Oberlin College owes me? My family was falsely accused of racism by a powerful school in a small town. Our business was destroyed. We won our case, but the school is refusing to pay. So I want to I want to read through this article for you and then uh, comment on it a little bit because this is something that, I mean, this could happen to anybody. This is just people, just a small business, just entrepreneurs doing their thing, and this could happen. To, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, it it couldn't happen to us because we just revel in the chaos. But it it did happen to them. <laughs> Uh, and this is actually written by Lorna Gibson, who is the surviving owner of the business. And I'll explain surviving here in a second. On the night of November 8th, 2016, Donald Trump was elected president and the country was changed. But for my family, it was the following night, November 9, 2016, that our world was turned upside down and has never been set right. Late that night, my husband David came home from work and told me there had been a shoplifting incident at our bakery, Gibson's. We've been in business for 137 years. 137 wow. years. Yeah, wow. I think 1885, I think, is their established date. I know. So we've had our fair share of shoplifters, including earlier that very week. That particular night, a student from the local college, Oberlin, had tried to steal two bottles of wine and use a fake ID to buy a third. It's nice that they would buy buy one out of every three. Oh, no, that, yeah, that's a bold move. Yeah. Our son, Alan, had pursued him across the street. No, no not me. Uh, two more students got involved. Alan was beaten pretty badly, and the three students were arrested. 
David, the husband, was afraid the incident would blow up since the students claimed to the police that my son had assaulted them, not the other way around. He told me he was scared it would hurt our business since the students who were arrested were black and bystanders were already claiming that Alan had racially profiled them. But none of us had any idea what was about to happen. The next day, I opened the store at 7 a.m. And soon I got a sense of what David feared. Over the next few hours, hundreds of students from Oberlin College began to gather in front of the store. They chanted, Boycott Gibsons, and held signs that said we were white supremacists. Where have we heard that before? <laughs> they called us racists on their bullhorns. The students weren't alone. College administrators were there too, handing out flyers and addressing the crowd on a bullhorn. The protesters also distributed flyers that said we had a long account of racial profiling and discrimination. Wow. They blocked the door and screamed at customers who elbowed their way through to the counter. A few came in to record videos on their phones of our customers. This went on all day. Late that night, when I went to collect the tables and chairs that we keep outside for customers, I was surrounded by screaming protesters. I was frightened, and all I could think was that I needed to keep our employees safe. The next day, the protests continued, though the police were mostly able to keep them across the street. But the damage to our relationship with the school and its students had already been done. Before November 9th, our relationship to the school had been wonderful. We delivered pizza dough, bagels, and cookies to the dining halls every day. I didn't get that when I was in school. Wow. Right? We did pie and ice cream socials for parents' weekend and pastry trays for parties. I worked as a nurse at a local hospital until 2002. But if there were a large order, I'd often help David deliver the tray of baked goods to campus. A week after the incident, the school canceled all of our standing orders. That was just the beginning. The school put out a statement that implied that this wasn't an isolated incident. The school student senate passed a resolution. Just, just <laughs> wait, hold on really quick. So, so all student governments are faggots. 100%. Urging the school to cut ties with us, which was posted in a display case. 100%, Dave. 100%. Yeah. At the student center. Our business from the students themselves and administrators, we have a small grocery store and sell beer and wine in addition to our pastries and candies, dried up completely, and the students kept showing up to protest. David met with the president of the school, along with other administrators, to try to get Oberlin to react, to retract its baseless claims that we were racist, and to quell the small group of students who, in their passion, had gotten us so wrong. But Oberlin would not even consider issuing a statement and allowed the public to believe that we were in fact racist even after the students pled guilty. Instead, the school proposed a deal where in the future, if a student were caught shoplifting, we'd call the dean instead of the police. My husband and his dad believe firmly that everyone should be treated equally, so they refused. Eventually, in 2017, we felt that we had no choice other than filing a lawsuit against Oberlin, for libel, among other things, because David's 89-year-old father, who had dedicated his life to the business, did not want to die being falsely branded a racist. By the time the trial started, things were falling apart. We couldn't make payroll, so we had to let go of half of our employees and cut our operating hours way back. 
My father-in-law, who made bagel deliveries to the college into his 80s, who loved to sit outside the store all day and talk to whoever went by. I think we have a picture of him right there. He was a fixture in the community. Since word about the business with the college had spread, he'd sit outside for hours and hours, but no one would talk to him. It broke his heart. Calling us racist wasn't just wrong. It was deeply painful to our core. During the months leading up to the trial, my husband receded from my view. We didn't really talk like we used to, and we took to coexisting in our home. He was so worried about the trial, and he didn't want to worry me. I had a lot on my plate, too. My mother, who was suffering from dementia, was living with us. One of our bakers, his wife, an Oberlin graduate, and their two-year-old had moved into our living room because his wife was dying of ALS. After my father-in-law got badly injured, he moved in with us, too. To add on to everything else, six months before the trial began, my husband David was diagnosed with advanced pancreatic cancer. He was still working from 7 in the morning to 11 at night, but the cancer treatments were brutal. Once the trial started, David decided to pause the treatment so he could be as strong as possible in court. It was important to him that the jury not find out that he was sick. He wanted the case to be decided on the basis of the facts alone. When the jury found in our favor, they ruled that we were owed $44 million in damages, wow. which was which was later reduced to 31. Yeah, right? Like, these people, these yeah. bastards never have to pay a cent for the shit they pull. In this case, they do. Relief washed over me. I thought we'd finally be able to move past this and get back to work. But after the verdict was handed down, David and I left Oberlin to seek treatment for his cancer at bigger hospitals in the South than in New York. We found out that the cancer had spread during the trial and that we had no recourse. Before he died in 2019, David asked me to keep the store going. Just keep the doors open no matter what, he said. He gave his life for the store, and I promised him that I would do everything I could to honor his final wish. I still haven't seen a penny from the school. In 2019, Oberlin appealed to have the jury verdict overturned. Ohio's 9th District Court of Appeals rejected Oberlin's claims and upheld the jury's verdict. But in May of 2022, Oberlin appealed again to the Ohio Supreme Court to try to avoid the jury's decision. Thankfully, earlier this week, the Ohio Supreme Court denied Oberlin's appeal and ruled that the school must pay us $36 million. But even with the most recent ruling, the college, which has about a billion dollars worth of assets at its disposal, still refuses to pay. We hoped that with time, the kids who started all this would graduate and that new students would come in and that the whole drama would fade. But I'm told that freshmen are still told to boycott us. Parents who come in tell me that their kids have been brainwashed to hate us. I was with my father-in-law, Alan Sr., when he died several months ago at the age of 93. We laughed a lot during the last days. He loved his stories, and he was telling them until the end. Most of them revolved around the bakery, like when Stevie Wonder came in. Alan Sr.'s last words to my son a few days before he died were, Do good, honest work. That's what I've tried to do. Like my husband and his parents and their parents and their parents, I open the store every day, except Christmas, at 8 a.m., I start by bringing down products from the kitchen, stocking shelves, and then ordering ingredients and cleaning the store. 
Alan Jr. and his wife, Aaron, take care of our tech, our e-commerce business and payroll, and hand dip our chocolates. At night, I pay bills and do the paperwork, which is endless. My house is quiet now. The family and friends I took care of are all gone. During the week, my girlfriends come in to have coffee and snacks. We have some locals and people from the surrounding towns who support us, but it's not enough. Our shelves are bare because there's no foot traffic anymore, so we don't bother stocking them. Before, there was a constant stream of people coming into the shop. Now, we might have one or two customers throughout the whole morning. We still sell our whole wheat donuts and apple fritters, chocolates and candies with homemade caramels, but far fewer of them. If I got the money from the college, I wouldn't buy a house or go on vacation or leave Ohio. I would replace the compressors for the refrigerators and replace the fryers and proofers that we use for our dough. I would pay off the mortgages on my properties that I've taken out in the past few years. I'd hire back employees and ramp up production. While the Ohio Supreme Court's recent decision has made us hopeful, if the money doesn't come through within the next couple months, I'll be forced to declare bankruptcy and shut the doors of Gibson's for good. Today, I'm worried about the future of this town. I grew up here. I met David at a party in 1978. We didn't leave each other's side until he died in 2019. My husband was offered a professorship in chemistry at Ohio Wesleyan after he graduated from there, but there was no question that he'd come back to Oberlin at the bakery. At 23, before we were married, I was already running a Gibson's branch in Illyria. He baked a five-tier stunner for our wedding. I can't provide wedding cakes for this town anymore, but I want to. I believe that there's room for both Gibson's and the college to exist. A couple of months ago, a young girl came into the bakery, and she told me she was thinking of coming to school, and that she'd heard horrible things about our store, and that we were racist, and that we should be boycotted. She knew our story, the real story, and said all the negativity directed towards us was a turnoff for her. I said that she should make her own decision. That's what college is for. Then I told her I'd love to see her come to school here, and I'd like to see her come into the bakery if she does. I hope will still still be here. Could you imagine Jeez. that happening to you? Like Yeah. Man. You gotta warn me about this stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, I see someone in chat says should have saved meme of the week till after this. I need an upper. Well something that I, I was reminded of in the process of that story, which, by the way, I I just I, I looked it up right before we we went on tonight, just to make sure that there was any breaking news. So as of September seventh, the Oberlin College has not paid them. So Oberlin College was found to have defamed them in a, in court in order to pay. So they owe them thirty six million dollars. So the, the where the the money comes from is so they were ordered they were they were penalized a certain amount of money and then because this has drug on for so long they actually tacked on uh lawyer fees and interest yeah. onto the amount. So Oberlin actually owes more today than they would have owed if they just paid it on day one. Which that's the right thing to do, by the way. If you're if you or I had a debt that we weren't paying, then there would absolutely be penalties yeah. and interest and that sort of thing. Um so 
But something that really stood out for me from that whole story was the fact that Oberlin College, which is politically connected, um, it's a historically black school. It's a it's a private liberal arts school. By the way, you know what? I, I looked this up. You know what their annual tuition is? Of course, it's one of these things where no one actually pays the full tuition because of grants no. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, if you or I went there today, they would want us, you or me, to pay the full tuition. But, you know. Um, you you know you know what the annual tuition there is? Ugh. Seventy thousand dollars. Seventy thousand dollars annually to go to a school that treats the local community like that, but ha- but more importantly has administrators running the school who treat the community like that. But. The thing that really stood out to me the most was someone had asked it's it's a common question someone had asked me recently on Twitter well if you're if you're against violence and aggression and you don't think that's the answer then when is it the answer like when when will you know that there's no saving this thing and we either need to peacefully separate or you know, Annie, get the gun. When will you know? And and I had said, and this was before I actually read this article, I had actually said off the cuff, I think when we reach the point, like I know people can make the argument that we're already there, that we're already to a point where, well, if they just do things unconstitutional all willy-nilly and they feel like the law doesn't apply to them, then we're already there. But I had said, I'll, I'll go, I'll be a little bit more specific and go a step further and say that if we ever get to the point where the court system and the justice system, if you are a minarchist, if you are someone who believes that the state has a function, then this is like its main function is to provide a justice system and courts for people to address grievances with one another. Like this is one of the few and defined things. If we reach the point where a judge can rule against some member of the elite and then mm-hmm. that person, like, they actually actually lose the case. They ruled against yeah. them. And then them just say, no. 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 I'm not going to. What are you going to do about it? Because I feel like a lot of elected officials kind of already have that attitude, right? It's that, well, we're going we're gonna to pass this blatantly unconstitutional legislation, and what are you going to do about it? We're going to do nothing. That's their attitude. Because they don't answer to you. They're above it. But... Mm-hmm. So take that take that energy and go 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 to the courtroom where you have been wronged and you go to court and don't get me wrong nine times out of ten you can just expect the kangaroo court to laugh you out the doors because they 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 don't exist to protect your rights they exist to protect the ruling class but even in a case where there actually is a trial there is a jury and they do find in your favor. Only for the elites to just say, no. Come and get it. Then what? I'm just asking rhetorically for the room. Okay, then what? When they just say, no. Then what? Don't really understand that comment, so we'll just... I mean that's yeah, certainly an answer. To the, that's that's I don't think I don't know if that's the answer, but that is an answer. 
Um, mm-hmm. Counts. They haven't paid him yet. And I mean, if I was, if 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 I was gonna put just a slight bit of tin foil on my head, I would say, well, they're they're trying to wait them out. They're trying to wait for them to go bankrupt. I mean, they're yeah. still gonna owe them money, but they want to see them fail first. They want to see their doors close first. It's just out of spite. And it, and, it, and, it, and it definitely brings a lot of questions. I know there's a lot of people in the comments, a lot of people commenting on the article and reaching out to the to the Gibsons that are saying, like, look, I'm not a lawyer, so, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But if if you and I went to court and you were found liable for something and then you just didn't pay it, that they would put a lien on you, right? Like there would be a lien placed upon you. Um, if you actually walked it out of the courtroom and said, screw that, I'm not paying it, you'd be held in contempt. Like, yeah. y- like you don't get to have a judgment passed upon you and then just walk out of the courtroom and say, that didn't happen. I, I just choose to not acknowledge it. You'd, you'd either be held in contempt, there would be a lien placed upon you, upon your assets, you would be penalized, that number would just keep on ramping up and up and up until you, until you paid it, which, and rightfully so. Um, just... The arrogance of them to just simply refuse and wait out all the appeals. I, my, also, my understanding, because I, I, I did a little bit of digging on this, my understanding is is that there's there's a fund that is set up that has the judgment value in it. They just refuse mm-hmm. to hand it over. Like, they're, like Oberlin <laughs> College's legal team has wow. a separate fund set aside that has like the $36 million in it. They just simply refuse to sign off on it. Go fuck yourself. So, I mean, you, but I can't help but have more questions. Like, okay, why isn't why isn't the sheriff's department receiving this this information, and why aren't they going and arresting the yeah. president of the school? Like, I I understand that Oberlin College being like an academic institution. It's not quite the same thing as like a business like Dave Co run by the owner and manager, Dave, you're clearly the one in charge, but with mm-hmm. something like a college, you know, there's a board of directors. It's not like there's a manager. There's not an owner, mm-hmm. you know, of Oberlin college. Um, you know, there's a board of director. There's, you know, there's senior administrators, all that, but somebody, somebody should be going to jail until, until payments are made or some type of plan yeah. is put into place. I, if you or I did this, we would not, we we wouldn't make it through the day. No, right it, away. We, yeah, we're we're <laughs> our, yeah straight to jail. <laughs> Just not, yeah. I mean, I mean, and I understand that them dragging their feet to the extreme isn't quite the same thing as showing that type of disdain in court. But could you imagine you or I going to court? Like, say we get sued by the IRS. And we're found at fault, and then we tell the judge, "Fuck you, I'm not paying." You wouldn't make it out of the courtroom. You're donezo. <laughs> it's over for you. Yeah, exactly. So there, there would be a lien put against you. Your wages would be garnished. They'd be seizing your assets. They'd be, they'd be going after your bank accounts. And that hasn't happened. So this originally happened in 2016. They, they went to court like a year later. Uh, Oberlin was was found in the wrong they were they were found guilty of libel they were ordered to pay the money um then over the over the proceeding next couple of years 
It went through the appeals process. First, they went to court to get an injunction that says during the appeals process, we don't have to pay them anything. And they did win that. A judge did say that, well, as long as you've got appeals, then you don't have to pay Oberlin College. But they've exhausted their appeals. Their last appeal was because they lost their appeals was to ask the Supreme Court to hear the case. And the Supreme Court said, no, you, you, you have to pay. Yeah. Like you, you lost, you have to, you have to pay them money because you called them racists when they're just bakers. <laughs> like those were just white chef's hats, not hoods. You don't, no, yeah, yeah. like you can't, <laughs> you can't just, can't just do that. Um, and fast forward all the way, all the way to this August, last month, August, 20, August, 2022, this started in 2016. Wow. August, 2022 is when the Supreme court of Ohio said, no, we're not going to hear this case. You owe those people their money. And now we're in September, 2022, and they still have refused to pay. Shit. So I think if we've reached the point, if, if, if I would dare answer that question from before, if we've reached the point where you can do everything right, you can, you can go through the system, you know, let, let the, the gears of justice turn and you win. And the politically collected, uh, connected elite just say, no. There has to be some kind of recourse. There has to be. Because, and I'm not, like, I'm not saying this in a threatening manner. I'm not saying there has to be some kind of recourse, as in there, there should be something you can do. No, what I'm saying is, is there has to be recourse so that people don't take matters into their own hands. That's what I'm saying. That we, we want there to be recourse so that people don't take matters into their own hands. These people did yes. everything right, and they still have been spat in their faces. <sighs> I told you this was going to be low-hanging fruit tonight. Now I'm just mad. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> just, just upset. Maybe we should do, should do the whole Lizzo bit again. Just yeah, to, yeah, just to pick everybody back up. Yeah, raise our spirits. I mean, could you could you imagine like going to your workplace and 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 I mean I don't I don't mean Alan Mosley TV. God knows that could happen any second now. But I mean, could you imagine going to your workplace and there's some kind of protest going on and then there's people holding phones up to your face saying, yeah. "Oh, get get this one, get this one," and all of a sudden you're on the news and you know like, <laughs> and you're like, I'm just trying to. Just trying to it's pay my bills. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm afraid of. I'm really afraid of. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, after this, after this week's monologue, I know you're very yeah. afraid. But I mean, just, just, yeah. just, just, you know, it just in general. <laughs> could you, <laughs> could you, could you imagine? No, I couldn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing, folks. You can't see Dave's monitor that I can see over here. I'm saying the words. Could you imagine? And he's going. He's just because, <laughs> because he can. He is imagining right now. <laughs> So we so they actually do have a website. Uh, I'm gonna pull that up really really quick so I can make sure it's it's Gibson Gibson not Gibsons it's GibsonBakery.com. 
baking flavor into people's lives since 1885. They actually do have their website. Uh, they do ship. You can go on there and buy, um, buy oh. merch or buy tasty, tasty edibles. N- not those kind, but tasty, tasty oh. edibles. Oh. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speak for them. What's what's oh, legal or a, not in Ohio? Bottle openers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so you can support them. Um, all I can say is I hope they make it, and and it's it's refreshing to see these sons of bitches have to pay. For the for the shit that they fling around at just regular Hopefully. working class small business types, yeah. even though they haven't yet, I hope they do. Um, you know what? I'm actually gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna scroll through here really quick. Yeah, there's there's that's cool. You know, oh, I just that's not right next door to you guys. I don't know. No. I don't. I don't know geography north of Kentucky. I just y'all are Me just. Neither. It's just a blob. <laughs> yeah. It's... Um. So anyway, check them out. Uh. You know what you could do? Go on Google and give them a five star review. Fuck it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, give them a five star review. I actually did look that up. Uh. And yes, predictably, <gasps> there were totally people giving them one star reviews, saying like calling them racists and stuff. I'm like Jesus Christ. Anyway, so we're going to do the opposite. Give them five-star reviews. Say, I don't care what those those people say. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe not word it like that. I don't care what the, <laughs> those people. I'm sorry. Actually, you know what? On second thought, don't do anything I've ever said. Mm-hmm. Ryan learned that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Guys, we're going to be back to wrap up the show right after this commercial break. Don't go away. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Alan Mosley TV. You can follow me on Twitter. That's twitter.com at Alan Mosley TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. YouTube.com slash Alan Mosley TV. Shut up, Dave. I'm doing the voiceover. God damn it. We're also on Odyssey. Y'all don't give a shit, but it's Odyssey Alan Mosley TV. <laughs> uh, if you're if you're one of these podcast people, you like the old time radio, then you can do it on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, thanks to Anchor FM. Alright. Uh Dave, do you have a final thought? <laughs> now that I'm looking at the levels, they can hear me, couldn't they? <laughs> You know, I had, a, I had a lot of fun at the beginning of the show, and I should really read the show notes, you know, that you sent me before the show mm-hmm. to prepare myself for that. You had a link to the story and everything. That was heavy, man, and that's that's terrifying, mm-hmm. and, it, and it really could happen to anybody. They were trying to stop a shoplifter, and then the whole hundred-year-old business gets ruined. This is I I, that was I do heartbreaking. I do want to add this in here in the finale before we sign off. Um, because I forgot to mention this earlier. Talking about racial profiling. I don't think racial profiling is is a good thing. No. Of course not. But. 
But if you're going to die on the hill of racial profiling is wrong, maybe don't do it for a case where they're guilty. <laughs> you, see, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, like if yeah. you're going to die on the hill that racial profiling is wrong, like, like, did you see the story of those, that black preacher that was watering his neighbor's flowers while they were out of town and they arrested him? That was racial profiling and that was wrong. And those cops should be off the force for it, among other reasons. And that's terrible. Mm -hmm. But in this case, they were thugs stealing liquor. So I'm just saying, if you're gonna die on the hill of racial profiling is bad, maybe not this one. Yeah, there's there's plenty of blatant examples. <laughs> yeah. So try to steal the alcohol, get caught, run away, beat the 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 store employee, and then accuse him of attacking you. They pled guilty, by the way. That was in the article. The the dudes that did that started sparked this whole thing. They pled guilty to what they did. And that didn't that didn't change the protests at all. These people don't give a shit about like the actual outcome. They have an agenda. Yeah, well, you know what? I have an agenda. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I, that sounded more threatening than I meant. I, I just want to make money and then if if I ever get canceled, just wave the money in their face and say ha. Alright, uh, after party? Yeah, yeah, a quick adventure. We can do that. Oh, an adventure. Ooh. Uh, guys, after party's on Twitch. We're not gonna see you there. Thanks so much for watching another episode of It's Too Late. We will see you next week. Yeah. Wow. We're going on an adventure. <laughs> but me and Dave have to take our clothes off first leave the shire oh. oh I updated the the credit scroll to add people who are supporters who I didn't have on there because I'm awful oh. yeah so nice I have a lot of friends there yeah I appreciate everybody well I mean most everybody but not that guy